Everything's been converging on this point. We've looked at the Sermon on the Mount and what Jesus sees as our pattern for living, our paradigm. We discovered that we had some basic misunderstandings which we looked at last time, setting ourselves the right way up. And now we'll proceed to look at the normal Christian life as envisaged by Jesus, the glory of the cross, living in resurrection life and our experience of God. The life of abiding in the vine, no longer growing from the old stock of our fallen Adamic nature, but in vital living union with the true vine and grafted in. John fifteen one to 4 I'm the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. God wills that we know him, experience him and abide in him above all else because without him we can do nothing. John 17.3 in the Passion Translation Eternal life means to know and experience you as the only true God and to know and experience Jesus Christ as the Son whom you've sent. So if we've seen anything on our journey so far, it is that he desires that we have a vibrant, living and personal relationship with him. He wants us to know him and experience him, not just know about him. Herein lies the rub. Many of us are happy to learn all manner of facts and figures about the Christ, but back off when the issue of intimacy with him comes to the fore. If this is you, beloved, recognise here and now that you were created for an eternal love relationship with your Creator. He will not rest himself until you know and experience him, not just know about him. So at the start of this session, maybe, you've got some decisions to make. Remember, decisions determine destiny, attitudes determine altitude, and life in the spirit is about displacement. He's a God who delights to reveal himself and does so from Genesis to Revelation in increasing measure. Having revealed himself, he shows you what he sees when he looks at you and the glorious future he has planned for you. The only fly in the ointment, if I can use the phrase, is your willingness or not to follow his plan for your life, not his, not yours. God cannot remember if man will not. I'll leave you with that thought today.